What is going on, everybody? It is your man's Josh, also known as Jay Cryptic. Oh, and it's me, Rush Joe. <laughs> now acquiring my old name from the past. You yeah, already know. You know the vibes. But um, yeah, we're here. You know, episode four of the podcast, The Meadow of the Mind, has just begun. It's been a couple weeks since you guys have last heard from us, but you know, maybe that's a good thing because it builds up content. You know, we've gone through some things. And uh, we're here to bring you guys some insight into our lives and into the world as well, you know? Okay. I want to keep this. No, I, not that I want to keep this, because I, sometimes I feel like I, roll, I run low on, like, <clears throat> sometimes I feel like I run low on, like, not ideas, more so, like, I would say, like, thoughts. Mm-hmm. But in the sense of conversation, because I feel like I don't get that much time to conversate with people. Is conversation even a word? I don't get yeah, yeah. I don't get that time to talk back and forth sometimes, you know. That's why, and I feel like I feel like that blade is a little dull, you know. Yeah. Like fucking, when, like when we went to the studio the other day, mm-hmm. I felt like I was trying to compare and contrast, like, uh, like freestyling or even mm-hmm. putting those thoughts onto the paper or the phone, whatever you're, you know, tra- translating your lyrics onto mm-hmm. or transferring your lyrics onto, like. I don't know, it just, that, sh- that was something that felt so hard to me, because, like, that was just, like, a really dull knife, or blade, in, in the sense of my, in my analogy. Like, I don't know, I just felt like I couldn't, like, not keep up, but, like, I couldn't, like, keep putting out as for myself. That's, I guess that's always something I felt when it comes to paper. Mm-hmm. I guess to writing. Fucking that that day was actually really great, bro. Like, I don't know why I felt so nervous. Like, we we went in, bro, and like like I told you, I I felt this like opposing force around me, surrounding my body, like 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 as if I was like being laid on top of water, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just like nipping at the sides of my body, trying to like go over, you know, because the water's moving. So like, fucking. Then I was on the fucking couch contemplating whether or not I really wanted to go in the booth and like say something, rap or whatever the case is. So, you know, I always got that that thought of doubt in my head, you know? Or like, you know, maybe like I thought maybe these niggas will laugh because I'll fucking go and say some dumb shit. But then like as I went on and I realized this is the whole point. Like this is the dumb shit. You know, there's Mm -hmm. no when you're surrounded by and you're surrounded around people that once you're there, there is no, there's never no, like, making fun of. Like, at least in the sense for the people that I hang out with. Like, yeah. You know, y'all could joke and y'all kid around, but, like, in the sense that, like, niggas wanted to go to the stew, right? So in my head, I felt like I was going to go, go to the stew, say some shit that didn't work out so well, and then it was going to flop and... Not that it was going to be, like, the whole joke of the day, but, like, you know, like, no one wants to flop in front of people, you know? Of course not. So, like, fucking, yeah, I was just in there, and then you went, I mean, Jose went, mm-hmm. then you went, and then Rabiel was thinking, and I was just, like, I was, like, I, I know, I was, like, I want to go last, but I really know I don't want to go last. Because, mm-hmm. like, not only does that leave more onto you, like, more pressure, but, like, and what, what was I really going to last for? Because I was like, because I was scared or whatever. Yeah. You know? 
Like I had no, I had no actual reason to be scared, you know. So then I went in the booth, and oh my god, bro! I felt like, I felt like, um, I just felt like I was on, like, on the spotlight or something. Like, like this was really life or death. My hands mm-hmm. were fucking cold, shaking, bro. <laughs> like, maybe it's cause like I was like, it's me breaking out, you know, into like, now I gotta do it in front of y'all. Right, and no, not that I, I don't really do it for nobody. Like you, my best friend, but you probably heard me freestyle like five times yeah. collectively, mm-hmm. you know. And it's not that like, like sometimes I think when I'm freestyling in my own head, like like just for the fun, not for like like an actual like like something I want to chase. Just like I'm just bullshitting, you know, because that's just something I used to do when I was bullshit or the people around me. What we do is bullshit, you know, freestyle. So. Sometimes I bullshit and I'll say something like really good, you know. So that like, but that's only for me to to you know like, that's only something for me, you know. Mm-hmm. That's like my closet thing, you know. Or anytime I like, even like I some not that I dance, but like, like fucking, if there's a song on that I'm fucking with, I'll dance. Not like it will be a whole choreographed thing, but like sometimes I'll do some choreographed quote unquote, you yeah. know dance move or now try to remember something or make up a little thing to a song make up a little routine to a song but you know those are things that I would only that I only do for me even if I have some sort of like passion to it you know like like I fuck with dancing OD sometimes like I wish like I wish I could dance and it's not that like I wish I could dance because like I could do it if I really wanted to Mm -hmm. but like like I just wish it like like I was what I wish, yeah, 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 that it, one it came to me more nat, yeah, no, not just one, it came to me naturally. Mm-hmm. Like that's the kind of environment I surround myself in, or like that I that I at least know. Like, okay, yeah. like, like, it's like familiar. Yeah, familiar, like 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 how it is with gaming for me, you know, or or like I guess somewhat with ball. You know, I won't say with much with like, um, damn, I forgot what my other example would be. It's gonna be an alright one, but like. <laughs> you know, like fucking damn, I lost my train of thought. But the point was, like, we was in there and I was shook, bro. Fucking hands freezing, sweating. It's not even that it was like AC in there. Like yeah. that's just how cold I was. Then I rapped, and I got that first wave of like shock out of me, of fear of like nervousness out of me. And then I, I like fucking the way I had whatever I ran down in my head. And the way it came out was just, they were clashing because they weren't the, like how I wanted it, you know? And although I wanted to go back in there a couple times to like, you know, like, try and bust that shit out, like, again, there was some part of doubt that like didn't want me to like go back in there. Like, when I when I did my last edit on that verse that I did after you helped me with it, like, I knew I fucked up at the end mm-hmm. and I wanted to do it again. But like, I didn't take that extra initiative step to like tell me, tell myself to do it again, or or not even tell myself to do it again, to like actually do it again, yeah. or or want to go back in there. You know, like you saw Jose was you know going back in and out, or, or maybe maybe it's cause like I felt like like I, yeah I want to like take up time or whatever, but then again that's another doubt thing to doubt yourself to think that you going up and doing something is like a waste of time in whatever situation it is. But fucking that stew, bro. Going to that stew was so great. That feeling was so great. Going in there, 
and not feeling your body repel or reject the, the environment, but feeling your body acclimate. I've been using the word acclimate a lot, but like mm. feeling your body like get accustomed to that environment was like so surreal. And then fucking, you know, like this was actually me in your element. You know, like how we spoke about it. Like this was me in your element. Came to my world. And then, yeah, bro. Like this was, because there's no, like, the only world I really got, it would be gaming, mm-hmm. you know? But that's it. So the it's, world. it's not like, yeah, yeah. It's, the day comes that you fucking play video games and I play video games and we both end up playing video games. I'm going to be hyped because, you know, we playing video games and this is something I do. Yeah. This is my best friend and now we're doing it together, right? But, like, this, like, for me, going to that studio felt so much different because this was, like, a real studio. Yeah. You know, like, the other place we went real to, that one was a real studio, but this one was, like, fucking the boards, the speakers, the two different chamber rooms, mm-hmm. um, everything, like, to the T, you know? And fucking, like, I, I got to feel... What made that day so great for me was I got to feel... That feeling that that y'all love about music, you yeah. or Bill Jose, whatever it is that that got y'all to wanting to do music or whatever the case is, um, like I felt that and that shit made me start. It was just so great to feel that and like to truly experience it, like what it what it felt like to actually be in your world, you know, and also to see how you like to see how you were feeling as I experienced this glimpse of your world. You know, yeah. like to see how happy you was, like, like, like now it wasn't just you telling me, like it was mm-hmm. me understanding, exactly. it was me living it. So it was just like, you know, it was a good ass feeling, bro. That whole day at the stool, that them four hours was great. You know, and I couldn't have gotten any better. And I was just, it was just four of us in there trying to fucking do something, and not even trying to do something, doing something, you know, and fucking. It was just mad great. Yeah, the studio was uh, it was definitely something cool because it's always great when you tell someone about something they're very passionate about and it's a different thing for them to experience what you're talking about. It's like when you read a book. Mm-hmm. You read a book about a specific topic, like a, let's say you're reading a book on how to fix a house. You have all the information, but you still don't know how to fix the house because you haven't done it. You yeah, know? So it's like I could tell someone how it feels to rap and how it feels to be in the booth, but they'll never truly understand that feeling until they can actually stand in front of the mic and you know say what they want to say. And it's just a great thing, you know, when you're when you're able to do that, show your friends or anybody that's close to you something that you like to do. It's always a great feeling, and it was. It was definitely dope being in the studio with people that uh, were all like kind of on the same energy, you know. When you talk about, you know, sometimes uh, you were like afraid or you know being made fun of or whatever. Yeah, it's like um, when you're in an environment with people that are all you know striving for the same kind of thing in a sense. Even if you feel like you're the weakest member of the group, it's still a good environment because everyone's feeding off of each other's energy and everyone's trying to help each other in one way or the other. You know, I could be like, I'm the best out of all the people that I'm in the group with, but that doesn't mean that you still can't take something from the next man, the next man, the next man. And you, just because you're the best at something doesn't mean you can't teach people to get to your kind of level. That's why I always get uh, mad at people when, um, 
they they tell someone, oh, you suck at this, you can't do this right, right? But all right, you can tell someone that why why they suck at something or why they're bad at it, but you can't help them get better at it or yeah. or help them see that they could actually get good at something by practicing. I think people are just selfish in that way. You know, you can tell someone what they what they're lacking in and what they struggle with, but you can't teach them the steps to help them get to that point that they want to get to that you believe you're at, you know? And I think that's the good thing about how, uh, me with music. I'm the type of person where if someone needs a piece of advice on something, all the knowledge that I have on it, I have no problem giving them or I have no problem asking questions about how to get good at something. Yeah, because I think that those are the moments where you really should eliminate your ego. Those are the, the perfect moments, you know, when you're when you're trying to teach someone something or learn something from someone. You know, I used to get a tendency of, of feeling very um, insecure when someone would be better than me at something. It's like, damn, man, why are they better than me at this and I'm not at that level? But just because someone's better than you right now doesn't mean that they would be better than you for the... The long run, you yeah. know, you can always pass someone. It's always like the hare versus the turtle race, you know. Yeah, the hare passes the turtle an immense amount, but in the end, the turtle eventually wins. So people have to understand that everything is pacing, you know. It's the same thing with when you're just starting off doing something. It's the same thing with this podcast right now that we're doing. This is just the beginning stages. And already in four episodes, we learned a lot about certain specific things, what we can do to improve the show, what we can do to improve for the long run when we get better equipment or better anything. And it's the same thing you apply it to life. You know, what can you do to get better and how can you help someone get better at something instead of berating them and telling them why they're not going to be shit instead of helping them become the shit, you know? Yeah, fact. It's just the world that we live in now. In the social media age, everyone wants to, wants to come at everyone and tell them what they're doing wrong instead of helping them try to figure out what to do right. I, I saw some... TikTok video mm-hmm. about uh, fucking I don't really know how much it was about it was something about like fucking something about racist yeah. or like labeling someone racist and it was some black guy he was talking about like how and oh about casting someone mm-hmm. of due to like a racist thing they might have done in the past or something like that and I I guess the gist of it was like um and I guess this is something that I share with, like that I kind of see and, and share the same idea with. It's like, you were talking about how um, like canceling someone because of something that might have seemed or was racist in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I'm gonna say in the sense where it's not their character from what they, what they were back then to what they are now, yeah. right? And to cancel them from something that, com- that are completely different from what they are today, yeah. right? And then he was talking about like how effectively doing that from casting them from whatever racist thing they did, that um, that like creates a closet racist to mm-hmm. like back up whatever reason they have to be racist. I guess because um are people canceling them for being racist in their eyes, but yeah. probably that wasn't really the case. And I was like, not that I necessarily one hundred percent agree with it, but like. What I agree with is, and that whole canceling moment, you know, I think this is actually, like, I think we've talked about cancel culture a couple times. And, like, yeah, it, that's man. how fucking crazy it that's is. That's how much I, mean, I don't like it. Yeah, man, same. But fucking, like, and the whole, 
cancel culture thing, like, like, that's, that's an abuse of power to me in, in a sense. Like, if you're doing it for, like, a good reason, mm-hmm. or, like, like, let's say, like, fucking, fucking, someone's, like, like, well, who's that nigga that called, um, the Clippers, that was the racist Clippers oh, the owner. president? Oh. Yeah, that old nigga that was, the, the old owner, right? Yeah. Like, dancing. Down something. Down dickhead, right? Down dickhead. So, something like canceling someone like that that's showing <laughs> that's continuously showing racist behavior mm-hmm. and there's all these things that like showed that that's the kind of person they are. Yeah. That's worse like canceling someone for, you know? Those are justified and reasonable things for canceling. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like like I feel like we should use common sense when it comes to like when it comes to casting people, yeah, like we should really look at the like uh, we should really look at the full picture, you know. That's like, the um, problem with social media. Like, there's no. You saw that, that Karen shit with the the white bitch that pointed the gun at the black mom. Yeah, yeah this and the thing. What you thought about that? Man, did wait hold up? Did you see the clip where it was just the lady pointing the gun at the person? Did you see like that full three minute clip? I didn't where even exchange before. I didn't see the beginning. I only got to the part. Well, when I saw it on Twitter, I think that's the problem sometimes with Twitter. They only show you what's happening in the moment, but yeah. not the moments leading up to you, it. Yeah. So I can't, I can never really have a, a straight 100% developed opinion on something without the full context, you know. But from the context that I saw, you know, I don't know what the lady did to the, I don't know what the black woman did to the white woman for her to point her gun at her, which is a pretty extreme thing to do, you know. Yeah, Someone's yeah. getting into an exchange, you know, you just point a gun at someone randomly, that's like, you really took it zero to 100. But I can't really give you an opinion on that. I don't have the, what happened before. I don't know if the black woman was in the wrong in the beginning or if she threatened her or some shit. Or if the white woman was just going crazy and fucking pointing guns willy-nilly because she wanted to. But that's the problem, I think, with like, um, that's just a love-hate relationship with social media now that I have. The whole cancel culture thing. The cancel culture I've always found stupid because it's like, you can you can almost use that movement on anything. It doesn't even yes, matter what it is anymore. It's not about it being used to cancel anyone. Yes. It's being like cancel culture. Like I don't understand why no no no, no I am not gonna say I don't understand why cancel culture is <laughs> just cancel yourself. That's just stupid. <laughs> that that's actually stupid. Cancel cancel culture. Right? Like well not I mean that makes sense, but yeah. I'm talking about like people like cancel culture canceling cancel culture it's just like maybe if they come to a realization that you know just canceling anything at the first drop of a dime or drop of a hat whatever it is might be wrong you can cancel that but like it's just like like so they they, in that video with the white bitch fucking apparently she bumped the no i'm not gonna say apparently i'm gonna say she bumped the the black um, mom's daughter right so she she bumps the daughter, and then the mom's like, oh, why'd you bump my daughter? Why'd you bump my daughter? Pressing her. Mm-hmm. And I guess they leave the store, and fucking, they pressing the lady. You know, they I, she's yelling at the lady. She's like, why you press, why you push my daughter? And the lady's not really, like, saying, like, she pushed the daughter. Uh-huh. She's more, she seems like she's trying to, like, calm the situation down. She's like... She like I I think she might have said I didn't push your daughter whatever it is, 
But like, it's not like she's denying it. She's just like, like she's just trying to like get out of it. But yeah. not like she gotta go. Like she gotta go. She just like, like, let's relax. You know, whatever the case is. So like, there's there's one point where now, the mom and the daughter are both standing in front of her, and before the white lady says you're blocking my way, they eventually move out of the way. Mm-hmm. But like they were still there. Like they were there before. That led up to her saying you're blocking my way, right? So they talk. She she's talking. They're both in front of her, and she's like, "You're blocking my way. Get out, get out from in front of me." But like they're actually blocking her way. Like she's up behind like a little fence that's like halfway, you know, up to her back, and they're there, and like she could walk up to the side, but it's like the lining of the fence. So wherever she's trying to move to, that's where the ladies are there in front of her. She'd have to like either walk out or walk around, but they'd probably move, but. You know, that's that's what if stuff, right? So she's telling them to, like, you know, back up. You know, you're in my way, blocking me, whatever. And she had, she puts her gun on her waist, the front of her waist, signifying that she has a weapon. But I see that the two people don't realize that, you know? Yeah. It took me a second to realize that. I mean, like, I realized that because it, it was the whole thing. But mm-hmm. when I saw it, I was like, she's probably putting her hand right here to show her that she has a gun, right? So fast forward, they're arguing, and you know, the girl gets into the car. The mom is still pursuing, like, why'd you hit my, why you bump my daughter, blah blah blah, you know, and yelling at the lady in the car, and then like, fucking the daughter who's recording, she turns around so you can't really see what really happens. But for me, that for a person with common sense, right, this is how I looked at the situation. So the mom goes from yelling at the white lady at her car window, mm-hmm. right. The daughter turns around, turns back, and as the people are trying to back out, the mom is now from the car window to like, let's say this part of your of your chair mm-hmm. is the headlight. I mean the backlight, right? Okay. So now she went from the car window, which is your wrist on the on the rest, right, to the back of your chair, which signifying the backlights, right, the rear lights, your tail lights. And now she's end up there, and she's like, "You trying to hit me with your car?" Because they're backing out of the parking spot. You know, it's they in front of the parking spot. It's not like they like it's a wall parking spot. It's like a little curb on the sidewalk. But they're not just gonna drive up on the sidewalk to like get out of there. You know, mm-hmm. I, in my head, I think driving off at full acceleration and speed, just moving, like they were moving back slowly to me, right? It wasn't like she went all the way back because you ain't hear like the car start up and go on like. She was mm-hmm. zooming it, you know. She's backing up. But for me, in my head, you know, like, how the fuck did the mom get from the window to the back of the car for you to assume, to for you to accuse the lady of hitting her with the car or whatever the case was, mm-hmm. right? And then the lady, the white lady hops out the car, and she, like, back up, and the, the black mom's like, I'll beat your ass, something, you know? Then the... Then the white lady hops out the car. They're in the front. They say they exchange something for like two, a second or two. Mm-hmm. Then the girl pulls out the gun, right? And this was this was where my on the original post that I saw it. They were talking about like that it was racist mm-hmm. that she pulled the gun out or whatever the case was. But my thing is, we have to understand when to identify racism and when to identify self-defense. Yeah, when it comes to guns and shit like that mm-hmm. or whatever. Whatever this exact case is, when it comes to sensitive cases, identical to this one, right? So the lady pulls out the gun, is repeating, back up, get away from me, back up, back up, get away from me with the gun, right? While she's saying that, she's backing away from these people. 
right? From the mom and the daughter, right? And she's backing away, back up, get away from me. With the gunpoint, they don't back up, get away from me, take a step back. Back the fuck up, back the fuck up, don't come, you know, all this, you know? Pleading for her defense and get away from me, right? Mm -hmm. So that goes, and then um, fucking, you, it's just a couple more of that. And then the, the lady gets up to like the back of her car. She even says, she's like, don't jump behind my, the back of my car. Like, back up, get away from me, back up, get away from me. And the mom is still pacing back and forth hmm. or pacing around, even with the gun out. I mean, not that she's not that she's going to stop, but, you know, I felt like if someone pointed a gun out at me, I'd stop. Yeah. I I, now I'm not going to move around <laughs> with all the heat. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe unless they're close to me, like, you know, I mean, maybe not even because, you know, we're talking about real life. Mm -hmm. Your life is getting out of there is your top priority, you know? Yeah. So you got to cop the plea with a nigga with a gun in your face. Um, just gonna have to cop the plea, exactly. you know, because at the end of the day, you act tough and you die, you're dead, you know, what you, but that's besides the point, right? Shorty's backing up, now she's like behind the car with a nice distance, the white lady pointing the gun, she says, back up, get away from me, and this is the part that, that showed that this couldn't have been any racist thing, because mm -hmm. not only did the white lady never call her anything racist or whatever, right, or whatever, but, like, she was in the car talking about, I care about you, and, like, I'm sorry, some bullshit. Like, she said she was sorry, family, um, from what I'm trying to remember. Wow, I didn't, I didn't know that part. Yeah, right? <laughs> and then, fucking, back to bitch pulling out the gun. She's behind the car, she's telling her back up, and then this is what she does after that. She's now at a dis. she's now in a situation where she feels safe enough, right? Where she feels safe enough to put her gun down, lower her gun, walk alongside of her car while her gun is still down by her hip and go into her car mm -hmm. right to leave you know I felt like if she was racist like if she was a real racist a real racist she one she's not gonna point her gun at no no black person if you're a real racist she's not gonna point her gun at no black person backing up telling you to back up away from me not calling her any racial slurs just telling her to get away from me Get away from me, get away from me, back the fuck up, get away from me, right? Also, apparently the white girl was pregnant, but I'm not sure about that, so I don't give a fuck about that, right? But point is, she's telling you to get away from me, backing up. I don't think that's racist when you're backing up and telling the person, you're telling to back up to continue to, you know, you're continuously telling them to back away from you, as you yourself are backing up from them. So that just shows where if you still feel like at the point of you pointing your gun, and you still have to tell someone verbally to back up from you as you can as you're retreating, right? That's defense in my eyes. You know, there wasn't nothing wrong. And then she put her gun down. She obviously was not scared enough. Not she felt like she was in a safe enough position to where she could lower her gun, mm -hmm. <clears throat> lower her gun. You know, if you're a racist, you're not gonna give no person of color that chance. That's a fact. No, no matter what, armed or not, you know. You you taking them as a threat already? She, ha she had a threat in her eyes. I mean, granted, she shouldn't have pulled the gun out on them. Yeah. Right. Cause, that's just, you know, but she has a gun for a reason, mm -hmm. and it's to defend herself when she feels she needs to defend herself. Because obviously her words weren't working when she was when she was asking these people to back up from her. Right. So, and and here's my also thing. Here's my like another thing with me. 
anybody with a gun would have did that. If I had a gun, and we we put it in a position where it's the same thing, I'm not gonna pull a gun on two bitches. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> obviously I gotta put up two niggas, right? I mean, unless it's two scary bitches, like MMA bitches, I might have to. Around the not, not might. I'm gonna have to because they'll kill me, right? All around the house and Holly, uh, Holmes. Yeah. Do <laughs> balance. They gonna kill me, but um. Like, if it's me and I got two niggas in front of me, mm-hmm. pressing me, pressing me, pressing me, and I got a gun, are you crazy? Of course I'm going to pull a gun out. Because if it was two niggas in front of you, no matter if you're a girl or a guy, mm-hmm. you're going to feel threatened. Of course. Right? So it, there should be no reason. There, like, there's no there's no different distinction for the girl where she has two women in front of her. So it doesn't matter. This this isn't a... This, there's no... Now there's no boundary of sexism or, like, or like um... Like... Like, for us men, we're not going to fear two women in front yeah. of us, you know? Maybe if they got a weapon, but they don't. It's two women barehanded, we're not going to fear them. We're going to look at it like, yo, you hit me, and like, I'll really, I'll really do to you, mm-hmm. right? But if you're a girl, right, and you got two bitches in front of you, right, two bitches will fuck you up because you're a girl, right? You got both the same, but now it's one more, like yeah. the same bitch, right? And two niggas will fuck you up too. So if you had a gun, you still backing it out. It didn't matter if the father was black and and and, and the you know and there was another black son, you know, it's still gonna lead up to the same thing. Exactly. And like it doesn't matter with who, you know. Maybe the circumstances are different for a male like me. Like like I wouldn't if that was the case and I had a, a white or black or Asian or Spanish mom, you know, yelling at me in front of me, I wouldn't have pulled out a gun. But if I have a white or a black or an Asian or a Spanish nigga. Right on top of that, two of them yelling at me, and I got it on me. What I'm gonna do if they not listening to me, telling them to back up for whatever the case they think it is? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you back up if you're not listening. You know, maybe it's a maybe it's a bit of an extreme measure, yeah. but but if it, if I had to take it to the extreme, right, save and not yourself. jumping off vert, not ju- not yeah, even not, save, not to save yourself, the not even to save yourself, you know? but like you know. If I had to take it to an extreme after pleading for my defense, pleading in my defense for you to back up, right? You know, like, it it was bound to happen. You're not listening, you know? You're just not listening. You know, you, it, whatever. But to I, I sidetracked a little bit, but to me, that whole thing was, that fucking, that shit wasn't racist. That wasn't a racist moment. That was a self-defense yeah, moment. Yeah, I, I agree. Now that what, you gave me the contract. Like, if, like, if I could show you the video, it would be way more better. You could probably see it for yourself. Because now you, it's mostly just he say, she says that you're hearing. But, like, still, like, I, you know, maybe I'm a little biased. But I'm a little biased in the sense that it's not a racist thing. No, I don't think that's biased at all. You know? I think if you look at something... There were two wrongs in that. There yeah, were two wrongs in that, right? You're not going to say that, you know, either one was 100% right. Exactly. You know, they both feel the fire. There were two wrongs, and before there were two wrongs, there was one wrong. Yeah. Right? And that one wrong, at least in my eyes, was the mother continuously pursuing this lady for whatever it was that she felt like she had to get out of this yeah. lady. It was two wrongs, but it wasn't a specific wrong that was depicted, which is the racism wrong. Yeah. Basically, yeah, whatever. Because, but that's what happens, man, on on the internet, bro. You, you do get situations, you see them, and sometimes you are not, you, you don't have the full context. So, if everyone runs with a specific theme of what's happening or why this is happening, you're just gonna run with it too, because you're gonna be like, well, this is the video I saw, and I kind of agree with what everyone's saying. 
And I think that's the problem, you know, because we were talking about cancel culture. That's the problem with it. It's like, you can't, it, 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 I always think it depends. Like, yeah, rapist or someone that kills someone, cool. Yeah, you can cancel them. I don't really know what the fuck cancel really means because what are you going to do? Stop following them on social media? What are you really going to do? It's just all this internet shit, bro. It's really changed people and people think that they're really tough or gangsta or they're, they're something that they're not. And social media has a lot of benefits. There's a, there's a lot of pros. A lot of great things have happened from it. But I think a lot of times people use social media for the really wrong reasons and they think because there's a movement going on they just post something oh this person did this cancel them and it's like you're gonna ruin someone's life because they made a mistake yeah a specific mistake i'm not talking about it's different if they make that same mistake over and over and over again yes then you ruin that someone's life right exactly but like you know you i'm you like you you can't put like I, i don't even know how to explain it I can't even make up a dumb analogy for it, right? Like, one mistake doesn't define someone. Exactly. Because if that was the case, everyone in cancel culture would be have to would just have to cancel themselves. But that's all, the problem. No one is no one is perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's sh- and that is shown through the the previous person they were and and the current person they were, mm-hmm. right? And that's where. That bad hammer, I mean bad hammer, that cancel hammer, cancel hammer, fucking retarded. Well, that cancel, mm-hmm. right? Like that's, cancel button. <laughs> yeah, the cancel button. That's where that comes into play, you know? Like, if it was just a mistake, right? You know, maybe that can give yeah. that person a little bit of backlash, right? But that's just how it is, because everybody's always going to have that opinion, mm-hmm. right? But, like, that's not something to ruin their life for, bro. That's the problem, and that's what I don't like. I don't like when the cancel culture acts like people are not humans and they don't fuck up. And the worst thing is when the people on the internet act like they're gods and they don't fuck up. But if this person fucked up, let's let's jump on this person. Let's jump on this person because they fucked up. Yeah. And it's like, yes, you know, if if your shit is out there, people are gonna talk, and that's the that's the freedom that we all have. At least in this country, I don't know about other countries, but at least mm-hmm. in this country, that's the freedom. But there comes a point where it's like people are taking it to the extremes, the extremities. Like, you know, this person fucked up. All right. They made a mistake. You know, you can have an opinion on it. You can judge them. But the whole cancel culture thing, it's like, I don't even know, bro. I get so animated with it. <laughs> I can't yeah, even talk about it. So good. Good. I don't know. Because it's like, it's, so, it's, hard to, it's hard to explain because like, but it's like cancel culture is weird. It's like, it's it's based off an emotion, bro. Yeah. And it shouldn't be based off an emotion, you know. Well, no, it's not only based off an emotion. Mm-hmm. It's based off on a, off of a fact. Yeah. And an emotion, mm-hmm. but it should really just be based off a of fact. Of course. You know, it should really just be based off a of fact, cause, like, example would be someone like Bill Cosby, right? Yeah. Well, no, that bad. Because there were some that weren't really facts, there but there were some... Well, no, that is a perfect one. There were some that weren't really facts, and there were some that facts, right? Should have used R. Kelly. Yeah, fact. <laughs> nah, yeah, R. Kelly. My fault, R. Kelly, right? Because there's nothing that was not facts. All of it was facts, that son of a... How you piss on a bitch on camera, you animal, right? But <laughs> fucking, like, those are... There's facts to cancel that person. There's obviously something wrong with that person. And, you know, yeah, that nigga need to be canceled, right? 
So yeah. you do that because it shows that that that's the person he is, and it's not just a simple not simple mistake. It's not just a mistake that person made along the line in their life, you know. Learning from it because he's not learning from it. He definitely that guy definitely not learning learn from, from it. it. Fuck that. So, you know, basically, and I didn't really notice until like recently, or maybe a year ago, that he married Leah when she was fifteen years old. It's like what the fuck? This he was like twenty seven. So imagine you have a daughter and a twenty seven year old man marries your fifteen year old daughter, and she's in the music industry. What a sick human being. But I still bump Ignition. <laughs> but I, I just like that song, but R. Kelly, you're a sick fuck. Who likes a quick fuck? <laughs> Good job. Is that my stuff. People, <laughs> Kanye, we love you. Yeah. Nah, people will get mad at me. They'll be like, oh my God, how could you bump Ignition? Listen, this is what we do. We go into your mind of the meadow, meadow of the mind. Right. I, uh, I guess we gotta make some closing statements. Yeah, it's getting a little hard up in here. Yeah, it definitely is. This is the the summer twenty twenty vibes. Fucking fuck cancel culture for like the thirteenth time. For a million times. I'm always I'm always stand by that. Of course, right? For I'm not gonna stand. What well, like like I'm not gonna stand by cancel culture, but I'll stand for canceling someone. Yes. that needs to be canceled. Exactly. You know. Or a really we, bad TV We can't show. just be canceling everybody willy nilly. Of course. If that's the case, cancel your fucking self, you dickhead. Exactly. You know why? You exactly. know why? Because before you point the finger at someone else, mm-hmm. you should really look at you. Exactly. And what problem you got. Look at yourself. Right. You're fucking. You can cancel this nigga for being racist, <laughs> right? But that don't stop you from being the same piece of shit you were for however many exactly. years that you were a piece of shit, you know? When you were 18, you were doing some fucked up shit too. I guarantee you there's some fucked up shit whether you made fun of someone, you joked on someone, you beat up someone, it don't matter. you killed someone, it don't... you raped someone, you did something. Yeah, fact. You did some pills, you weren't supposed to, you turned someone into a drug addict or into an alcoholic, you left your friend for dead at the club. Broke Listen. a cup you wasn't supposed to break exactly. at the house. You did Listen. something wrong, nigga. You, while you guys are dissecting other people's lives, we could easily dissect your life. Facts, nigga. So, yeah. I'm glad to hear that shit. But besides that, listen, people, this was episode four. You got 38 minutes of how we're feeling right now, or how you might be feeling. Yeah. You relate to us. We're gonna, we gonna, what now? We're not, I was about to say we're gonna try. That's mm. where you really fuck up. Exactly. You say try. You're already feeling. Just gotta do it. We're gonna keep up every Wednesday, not Tuesday now. Yeah, because Tuesday's too early in the week. Yes. You know, Wednesday's halfway. Mm-hmm. We still got shit to talk about. We could mm-hmm. always, you know, we could start about this. We could talk about the start of our week, mm-hmm. and then on the next podcast, we could talk about maybe how the ending of our week went. Yes, and then you know, I like that. I but like basically, that. we're gonna we're gonna do Wednesdays. Wednesdays every Wednesday from now every on. Wednesday, consistency is key. You know, episode yeah. five is coming. That'll be the last episode of this season one, season two. Yeah, for a treat. Trust me. By season two, there's going to be... Five, I mean, episode five is going to be the last one? Yeah. Wait, what is this, four? This is one. This is episode four. Four? Five? Yeah. I bet. So five will be the last one. Mm-hmm. Season two. Season two. I guess we could... I guess we can't really tell y'all what it is, but... Yeah. We got some surprises for season two. We got a... Facts. We got to change something up. We can't just do that talking shit all the time. It was a pleasure talking our shit. Talk some real shit. Facts. Fresh as off this. Just so we could get that 40... 
even 40, 40 split. Minutes, how many seconds? Huh? We, got, we got three seconds. And this we are probably the most genuine of everything. <laughs> uh, two seconds ahead. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs>